take a girl and a guy and they fall madly in love and form a family. Sprinkle in some counseling degrees and a doctorate, a dream of transforming relationships as we know it. And 20 years later, we give you power couple Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. And this is their podcast, Couples Synergy. And welcome back to another episode of Couples Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean. Hi, I'm Dr. Ray. And I'm Jean, and this is our podcast about love, marriage, and relationships. Please check us out online at couplesynergy.com or on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn at Couple Synergy. And please subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, or send us any suggestions on topics you'd like to hear more about. And now on to Couple Synergy, an in-depth look at love, marriage, and relationships, where we bring our experience helping thousands of couples transform their relationships for over 25 years. Every day we get to hear intimate details about a couple's celebrations, disappointments, and everyday challenges. We've often wished these stories were shared because we know we are more similar than different. So we've created not only an avenue where you can hear about people's intimate lives, but an atmosphere where people come over to our home saloon, pour a drink, and share their stories. People like today's guest, Tony Gonzalez and Chef Rafael Gonzalez, with three decades of professional culinary experience, Rafael has graced the kitchens of Michelin-starred restaurants, luxury hotels, five-star resorts, and private estates. Alongside his wife, Tony, an, an experienced event planner, cooking and hosting dinners together at home has been the binding force that continues to unite them in their marriage. Thank you so much, guys, for being on our podcast today and talking about one of the our, our most, uh, you know, favorite topics which is food we love why didn't we go to their house yeah we're big foodies (laughs) not too far right yeah so you know before we get into that why don't you guys tell us uh, a little bit about yourselves how old are you how long have you guys been together i'll start Mm -hmm, you start i am 50 years old i'm born and raised in Miami, florida cuban parents uh People would never guess that I speak Spanish. Uh, basically grew up in Miami until I was 25. And then I decided to make smartest decision ever and move to New York City as a cook. <laughs> which At that time, if you wanted to be a cook, that's where you want to move. Okay. So we went there. Everything is, you know, the restaurant scene there is amazing. Had a wonderful time there in Vancouver. I'm sorry, New York for about seven years. And that's where I met Tony. Our, my last job in New York City was at the Pier Hotel in New York City. And the best job I've ever had because I got to meet my <laughs> wife. Uh, and then, you know, the good thing about cooking is that if you want to, you can travel as much as you want. And uh, then we moved to Vancouver, Canada. Okay. You know, and that's a wonderful time. Great place if you haven't been there. And our daughter was born there. So she's Canadian, Filipino, and American. We were there for exactly three years. And then we were separated for a while because of some visa issues uh, that she had to move back to the Philippines, getting all her process done to become to the United wow. States. Wow. The whole story. That's oh, a bit too oh, long. Sorry, sorry about that. <laughs> and, then I, and then we moved to uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania for four and a half years. Our son was born there. And then we moved to the Caribbean. And what a small part? little island in Anguilla. And about for the last five years, we've been in Houston, Texas. Okay. Yes. Wow. How long have you guys been together? 
17 years. Married 17 years. Married 17 years. years, um, But we've known each other for 19. 19. Yeah. So So tell us the story of of how you met. Oh, okay. (laughs) People love to hear this story. Uh, Well, I am Tony. I was born and raised in the Philippines. And I moved to New York City. um, And I started to work for the United Nations. But that wasn't my true love. I've always wanted to work at hotels. And after my stint at the UN, I started working at the Waldorf Astoria. Well, this is way before we met. Mm-hmm. And then a few years later, it was 2004, I started working at the same hotel he was, the Pierre Hotel. I was, the, I was in the executive office, but we went to the same meetings together. We mm-hmm. went to, to we, our bosses sent us to the same events together. Yeah. And you can tell the story here how, you know, I, he still remembers it. It was my first day of orientation and everybody does yeah. a tour of the hotel. Yeah. He claims that when he saw me, he said, that's the one I'm going to marry. That uh-huh. is, that is correct. I remembered it was in the. In the most romantic part of the hotel. Imagine this. It was the food storeroom. <laughs> was... dark and dingy food storm i was doing my rounds with yeah. the rest of the new hires and yeah they introduced us to at the time he was the restaurant chef mm-hmm. i even remember what she was wearing uh beige or tan outfit you know like a jacket <laughs> and pants yeah and it was in the storeroom i was having a meeting or a conversation with the storeroom manager and they said oh you know uh we'd like to meet some new employees and i said that's going to be my my future <laughs> wife. If, if it was up to me, we'd be we'd be married eighteen years, not seventeen. So it took a while. It took a while because I did not want to go out with someone that I was working with. But it did take him about maybe five months. I remember it was five months after I started working there that he first asked me out to dinner, and my first mm-hmm. reaction, of course, my instinct says no. I work with you, just absolute no. <laughs> and then. A few weeks later, he asks me again. And I said, I already told you, no, I'm not. It's just like a no-go for me. Were you guys developing a friendship during that time? Um, not not no, really. I, I, well, I guess I guess pleasantries, like, you know, how you doing, what's going mm-hmm. on? Because he would normally call me on the, on the work phone because we had the things to do together, like the menus, you know, things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. I wrote minutes of the meeting of the food and beverage meetings that we were in together. So we had a lot of contact at the hotel. And then by the third time he asked me, my friends are like, are you crazy? You have to go out with him. This is his third time. He is relentless. But what she's not telling you is that everybody at the hotel knew. So they were all on my side. I did all these things to make her like it and everything like that. And it was like, but you know, you never give up. You know, I mean, Every, everyone before, knew that you were everyone trying to ask knew, her to, I mean, okay. I would. They, our bosses were playing Cupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like, it was, it was absolutely, <laughs> it was absolutely crazy. It's <laughs> that, a lot of fun, though, when I look back. At I it. was, I was the restaurant chef and she can eat anything. She eats more things than I do. Which is a plus. Because, yes. Oh, it's a yeah. huge plus. It worked um, for him, especially. Yes. I remember restaurant chefs in New York by one, by one o'clock, lunch is already over. So then she would have her break in the cafeteria at one o'clock. So I would cook her all these meals and then it would be sent down by all my friends. So while everybody's having like 
salad, salad, hot dogs or anything like that. I would make her like, you know, all this fancy food because, you know, it's like I can't I always tell her I can't sing. I can't draw. But, you know, my way of expression is probably cooking. Did you make her any Filipino dishes? <laughs> Not at that time, actually. No, no. Uh, no sea no chicken wow, adobo. Love, you guys are real foodies. I love no that you know that. Oh no, no, no! She took me out to that later. <laughs> I'm, I'm half Filipino, by the way. I'm half. Oh, Filipino. you're half oh, Filipino. You yeah. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> and I, I was paid to cook at one point in my life, but it was in the army, so oh. it's not anything like the stuff you're it's talking not, about. Well, it's, it's, not it's a staff cafeteria. It's a staff cafeteria. Uh-huh. <laughs> so she was so Tony, what, what did you think about? Uh, about him when you first met him you know when i when i work somewhere i just don't look at people i work with so it was never something i considered but i was also getting older and you know people would tell me what are you looking for you're looking for your knight in shining armor you know this is not a fairy tale this is real life you gotta look for the nice person the person who is consistent not the person you go out with and doesn't call you back and then my friends were saying, look at Chef. You're out on a weekend with us. You're out everywhere, but he's consistent. You know that he will call you after your girl's trip or whatever it is. And he is the most consistent of all. He does not change. And he just, you know, he practices what he preaches. He's there. He's there. You know, and when you're looking for a long-term relationship, I mean, this was, we're, we were already in our 30s here. So, you know, well, yeah. my parents were saying, you know how Filipinos are, Tony. Uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> do you want to come home? Because nothing is happening. I'm like, no, I like it here. Um, and then we just started praying about it. And then what was it? Oh, okay. So the key was he had, you know, he got tired of chasing me after a while because I was just up and down, up and down, canceling on dates and this and that and just wishy-washy. And then finally, he gets this promotion to become the executive chef in Vancouver. And mm. even people at the hotel were telling me, he's not going to take it. He's too hung up on Tony. So I'm thinking, he's not going to go anywhere. And then guess what? <laughs> he writes me an email one day and he says, I just want to tell you that I am going to take this job. And I remember how white I turned. I turned white when I read this email, like, oh, my God, he's leaving. And that's when it dawned on me. And then even the Lisa, who was the um, assistant to the general manager, was saying, Tony, are are you crying? Is that a tear? Because I read it to her. And she said, you got to tell him how you really feel. So up until that point, you guys were just kind of casually dating or going on a couple dates Uh or something? Yeah. 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 He, He still wined and dined me all over New York City. And I had thought that, mm, you know, I'm, I'm not ready for anything. And mm-hmm. then when he said that I'm leaving and I knew what, what I was about to lose, I said, You're no, going back I to can't. hot dogs and salad. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yes. I was like, my, la- my life flashed before me. Back to the staff cafeteria. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I thought of that. And then I remember texting him that day because he stopped talking to me after a while. He said, you know, I, life is too short. You know, it, I give it, I, I told you how I feel. This is what I want. And then I remember texting him that day and said, Hey, you know, 
do you want to talk? Uh, do you want to hang out? And I remember walking home. It was the longest, <laughs> longest two minutes of my life waiting for him to respond. And he finally did respond and said, yeah, let's meet up. Mm -hmm. So we went out to dinner. I told him how I felt and everything. Um, and then we kind of decided to really hang out. Yeah. And then as what I- What were you thinking for those two minutes? He, that he wasn't going to text me back. He was like, I'm done. I'm leaving anyway. Oh, it was a text. It wasn't, I got it. Yes, it was a text. <laughs> yes. um, yeah, I was trying to play safe, right? <laughs> and then, yeah, so after that, we just decided to go out more. And then that's when I saw like, hey, this guy has been under my nose all this time and he has all the qualities I really want in a lifetime partner. And I never saw it because I was just, you know, kind of playing around and I didn't want, didn't know what to do. And then when he finally left and that's, I think that's when we had that conversation, the, the jury of what, right before he left, I remember you saying, you know what, why don't you just pack your bags and move with me? He said, I've already worked on my career for 10 years. Has it been 10 years at, at that time? I'm ready to share my success with someone. And he said, I want that someone to be you. Mm. And that's when I started to think, okay, this guy is serious. And then it just kind of rolled from there. Yeah, uh, and it was quick. Um, but what was by it, the summer, we were married. What was it about each other that you fell in love with? Raph was always, always really thoughtful. He makes me laugh. And he just, you know, would treat me like a, a queen, even to this day. You know, he's he thinks about everything, things that I don't think of. And he loves surprises. He's still the same person he was back then. He still has all those <laughs> qualities. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. I don't I don't like I don't like to receive anything. It means it's almost like giving to me is so much more than receiving. Mm -hmm. And and I don't think it's I mean, I think when you're when you're with someone that you love, um, remembering things is not hard. You know, when you go out to dinner and she says, this is this is my favorite dish. Okay, I'm going to make that for you one day. Or, you know, I love coming to this place and that's where you take her. It's just listening. You know what I mean? And I think that's, you know, oh, I, I want this. Oh, I, I like gin. Okay, perfect. You know, I like something like that. And that's what... And, and and that's what you do when 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 you love someone. It's like you you know you actually are listening. <laughs> and You're it's, paying attention. It wasn't an act because I remember in our first date that really impressed me that warranted a second date. We went to uh, a really nice restaurant in New York City first date, and then he ordered a bottle of wine that I really liked, and I wondered how he knew it. It turns out he was watching me during a blind tasting at work. And he saw what I chose as my favorite. He was wow. taking notes. But again, it's, you know, it's, you know, if, if that's part of what you do and cooking and stuff like that, that's a way of showing, you know, like that you care and that you're listening. And, and that's the way I look at it. I, I just think that's for me, it's giving is so much I me and seeing someone smile, whatever our kids or whatever it may be. It is very rewarding for me because, you know, you, you want to recognize them, you know, but so, I, I go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, so then, you know, you guys get married mm -hmm. and then you mentioned that you had to go back to the Philippines. Uh, what, what I did. What transpired? I did. Oh, my goodness. So this is a crazy story. So when we moved to Vancouver together, 
uh, I was on, I forget what type of visa. Anyhow, we were in Vancouver together. We had our firstborn. Two months after that, he gets another, uh, oh. like not, not promotion, but a lateral. He had an offer to take the job as executive chef at, uh, in Philadelphia, at the Four mm -hmm. Seasons in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. It was a good move for him. He took it. He was only the third chef there. So big shoes to fill. Um, really great move for his career. And we're ready. We're pack our bags. We ship all our things from Vancouver to Jersey because that's where they hold it until we find a place together. We pack everything. We sell our apartment in Vancouver. We're there at customs. And they say, they look at my visa and said, do you have your immigration documents? I said, well, I have a visa. And I said, this doesn't allow you to stay for an indefinite period of time. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's good for 10 years. And then they said, where's your return ticket? I'm like, we have a one-way ticket. We're going to stay there. And mm -hmm. apparently my visa did not allow me to do that because I was still a visitor in the United States. So wow. I had to go back to the Philippines and then wait there. So we were there for a total of my daughter and I. We had to be separated. She was only two months old. So this was a huge hurdle in our relationship. We were, we were just new parents. We wanted to like experience all those milestones with our firstborn together. And then boom, we had to be separated. We had no choice. So we consulted with lawyers and everything. And they said, you have to bite the bullet. There's no way around this. You have to return to your home country to get this visa. Mm. Wow. And that's what we did. So he had to go go fill in this new position because he already accepted it. Mm -hmm. We had nowhere else to, to stay because we sold our place. Yeah. Our things were all in Jersey um, and we had to do it because they said, yeah, you could go get it temporarily or something, but you would still have to get it there at some point. Yeah. So, so just do it all together now, my suggestion. So they all said, so we had to do it. So yeah, a year and a half, we were there. A year and a half, a and you and guys half, were separated? We yes. yes. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just oh, so wow. unexpected. So unexpected. Well, Dr. Ray, I will say one thing. Since you're half Filipino, you would understand this. It was, she, it was a year and a half with a two-month-old two daughter. But she was living with her parents and the three housekeepers and the chauffeur and everything like that. So, please. <laughs> You know, it's you know how it is in the Philippines. It's pro you know how it is in the yes. Philippines. I did yes, get the I help do. that I needed. The help that she her. needed. It was it was I looked always as a positive. Yeah. Right. Her, her mother was there, you know, she, we new, had support. new mom, show sure. her how to how to do things. I started a new job. I was working 12, 14 hours a day. So I didn't our marriage probably would have crumbled you know then I mean? because I would bug him. What time are you coming home? What time are you coming home? I need help. I need that probably was good for us. Yes, and my and my job was very nice. They understood the problems because there was some problems that they made. It wasn't mm -hmm. us. It was their mistakes. They flew me there about four or five times. Oh in wow! Those, okay. In those eighteen months, so okay. I didn't miss yeah. her birthday. I didn't yeah. miss yeah. this. I didn't miss. And of course, you know, not like fifty years ago, we had Skype, which is not no, probably not very popular right now. We had Skype, and, and we, it was still choppy back then. Remember? We would see each other. There was a 12 hour difference. You know how it is. So right. I would wake up in the morning, see them. And then when I got home at night, I would, they would get up in the morning. So again, it, it was a horrible time to be separated for a two month old daughter first and, and my wife, but I knew they it were was, in a good place. Yeah. I knew that any help that they needed her mom and her dad would mm -hmm. give it to her. 
So I look at it honestly now. We probably needed that. <laughs> it was it was positive. But the funny thing is, we were separated for 18 months. The moment she came back to Philadelphia, yeah. I forgot those 18 months. It's funny because we both felt the same cool. way. The minute that he brought us to our new apartment in Philadelphia, it's like the 18 months, we didn't feel like it happened it, at it, all. It was all gone. It was like we we're a family again. And yes. that's we we're looking forward to something. It more was a than, new chapter. Like, more than you complaining about, about the past. Yeah, you forgot about the 18 months that you you were separated. And mm -hmm. it was just like a new way. We're moving forward. We're here. This is yeah. like a new life. And well, yeah. I mean, you're probably, you know, adapted to your job and mm -hmm. you had a routine exactly. by that point. Yeah. Yes. I didn't I wasn't working 70 hours a week, a hundred percent correct. At the beginning, yeah. you know, you want to make a good first impression. You want to make sure everything is consistent. You want to make sure everything is great. And you're hundred percent correct. You're working five, yeah. six days a week. It's funny that when, when she moved back, the, the general manager told me, you know, you know, you can take two days off, right? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. I'll do that when she get when when she gets here because you know sometimes work takes your mind off of things. Also, mm -hmm. you know, what I mean, when you know, it's she interesting. Was we we actually we just did a Facebook live, and it was about uh, long distance relationships, mm -hmm. right, and how mm -hmm. to survive that. Yes. And because I mean, that's, it's a huge stressor, but it yes. sounded like it working that many hours, 12 to 14 hours mm -hmm. a day, it kind of helped you really just not feel that distance. Right. Cause yes. you were just preoccupied. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And, but again, also knowing that she's in the Philippines with her family, give me this like peace. Like I know she's okay. Okay. Because yeah. we had a choice to be left in Canada so it's closer. So we're thinking, oh, it's easier to visit. We're still in North America, but I, we don't have family there. No. Yeah. You well, wouldn't have support. Yeah. Yes. No support. And you know how that's, it's a young mother that, you know, sometimes, you know, we we're learning by day. Yeah. We're learning by day to have someone teach you or help you and guide you that you love. And obviously her sisters are there. Her small nieces were there. It takes a village. You know, so it wasn't, she wasn't suffering. <laughs> <laughs> she might be suffering in Philadelphia by herself and the baby. Yeah, but no. So let's talk about how cooking has really helped your relationship. And like what, how has it played a part in your relationship? I think it's always played a part. It's mm. always played a part. Our, you know, our, we have regular date nights. Mm. And in the beginning, we would always go out explore new restaurants and do this and that and just be at, you know, wherever the latest best thing is. Or, or, or you always want to see what the competition is doing. Something mm -hmm. as simple as that. And we, we did go out on, on date nights, but we made an effort even with a young, you know, sometimes Definitely. paying that babysitter is the best thing we can do yeah. that you're actually going out and just, you know, no one's crying, no one's interrupting and you can just spend time together. You know what I mean? And, and so it's always been, it's always been yeah. a constant. Mm -hmm. And then a few years, a few years ago, well, mostly during COVID was when we started staying home and he was cooking a lot more. And then we started just, let's just do these date nights at home. Hmm. So, you know, it's a time for us to just drop everything we're doing. We get a little dressed up. At least I do. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you know how it is. And just make it special. So it's there. And we really spend time doing that. We, we're still getting to know each other because he's teaching me things. I'm still learning things about him when we're cooking. And 
you know, even that one time when we were having this big argument, the cooking kind of like eased it when he made something for me. And then he was teaching me how to do something. And then it just ignites that spark mm -hmm. again. It's like, oh, we're feeling a lot better now because we're connecting. We're re or reconnecting, yeah, reconnecting in the mm -hmm. kitchen. I, I, I always tell people the story is COVID was horrible, but it wasn't for us. I lost, I lost my job. You know, I, I didn't have a job for six months. So I started doing uh, online cooking classes, which was oh. huge because no one was leaving their house. Right. So everybody was, it was Zoom. That's the first time I ever heard of Zoom was all these cooking classes. I did about, in those six months, I probably did about 300 of them. Wow. And yeah, and the good thing is everything I cooked, that's what we ate. If I did a breakfast class, that was breakfast. If I did a lunch class, that was a lunch. And if I did a dinner class, that was dinner. They were really tired of chicken parm. I did that maybe like 30, 40 times. The neighbors <laughs> got to eat it. Uh, After a while, you get tired of the chicken parm. But I, I will say one thing. <laughs> That is a reality check for me. And I really did not like myself when I realized that at work, I was cooking all these meals for strangers. Mm. I made it as nice as possible for strangers. I was spending 12 hours a day with people that drive me nuts <laughs> and not enough time with the people that I love. And cooking at home for those six months, now when we make dinner at home, it's just like I'm, I'm, I'm at the restaurant. Mm -hmm. I, I do it. I, I do the presentation. I do the fancy stuff for me. maybe it's easier for me. Cause like, I, I, I know where to save time. I know where I can take shortcuts, but I felt really bad that I was, you know, giving my kid, my kids and my wife. Okay. You want, you, box know, pasta. you want box pasta. You want uh, meat sauce every day of the week. There you go. No Parmesan for you, but <laughs> Because, but again, it's, and I, and I feel, and sometimes I'm, I'm, I make so many decisions at work and it's, and it could be stressful, but I love that stress, you know, the rush of this and the restaurant, you know, hot, you, you know, all these things are happening that when I got home on my days off, I didn't want to think. Mm. I said, what do you want to do? Whatever you guys want to do is fine by me. I and just that's wanna, when we just started eating out. And I just, time. and I just wanted whatever you guys want to do. And then it changed and it changed for the best. Everything we cook at home, everyone's involved in it. Filipinos and Cubans, everything starts in the kitchen, ends in the kitchen. You know what I mean? Every, every, yeah. We plan everything around our, around our meals. And I made an effort that from now on, my kids are going to eat, my wife is going to eat everything that I cook in the restaurant or as nice. So she has the eye for detail for so many other things that I have, the, I did, I, I have that eye because I've been around it for so long but it's her passion. Mm -hmm. So what he's saying that he likes to do the cooking, but I like to make the table setting nice. I like to create that ambiance that as if you were at a fine dining restaurant. Or the drink. So yeah. And even the drink, the cocktail, because that's how we started. Mm -hmm. You know, we always had, and this was the date that impressed me because most, you know, before everyone would just, Oh, just go order something to eat. Boom. And then you're done. But with him, when I started go out with him, he starts, you know, we start at the bar. We're going to have a nice cocktail or two. And then you go to the dining room. So that's something that we've been recreating. So even on our dates, when we would go out, that's still something we would do. We would go to one bar and then get in a cab and go to the next location. Mm -hmm. It was always fun. But now that we're home, we started to, and the kids are older, you know, and now we have space for it. We've got a nice kitchen. You know, we make the drinks at home. 
Uh, sometimes we'll research during the week, like, what can we make during this week? You know, what can we make? Which cuisine? You know, where are we going? You know, kind of thing. Like th this past weekend, we were in Paris, you know, so he recreated this uh, bistro experience at home. Mm -hmm. And it was it was mm -hmm. just really nice. You know, I always say, oh, this is like restaurant quality. You know, you you brought it home. You brought that feeling home. Because it's everything. It's the presentation. It's <laughs> it drives me nuts when she says, and the kids also say it now. I will say something that drives me nuts. It's hilarious. I make her all these meals, and then she says, Oh, this is restaurant quality. Well, I hope so. And then, and then <laughs> even, even my son now, whenever I make anything, dad, it's restaurant quality. Yeah, it's now a, a buzzword at home. And he's 12, and he's 12. It's it's uh, that's the funny part. It's like, well, I hope it's restaurant quality. You know what I mean? Uh but I mean, well, that's the point. Our right. planning, for example, this week, I'm, I might say on a, on a Wednesday, what do you want to eat on Saturday or Sunday? What, you know, what are you interested in? She'll say mm -hmm. something. I'll say, okay, I'll make that. Mm -hmm. You know, again, I, what we do is we actually, okay, this is our dates right now. We get up early on a Saturday, Saturday morning dates, and we head to the gourmet grocer or the farmer's market you know, early in the morning and we make a date out of it. You know, we'll get a nice coffee and get, you know, something. And that is like our grown up date. So that mm -hmm. date starts from the shopping in the morning. So it's not just the eating only anymore. It's mm -hmm. doing this together. And he's teaching me all these other things that, you know, in the beginning, when you, when you did that first, I don't know if I ever told you this, but we had that date when you said, Oh, let's go to the grocery. And then as he was picking these things, I was like, Oh my goodness, this is such a turn on that he knows what to do with all these vegetables. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> She's never told me that. Uh... <laughs> and even still, like, when I see him, like, oh, I wonder what he's going to do with that. It's very interesting. But it, you know, what's interesting is we, we moved out here to Western Colorado two years ago. And oh, prior to that, right. we were living in the Chicagoland area. And so we would go out all the time. We would really barely cook at home. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we would go like one one item here, one that we would just <laughs> yeah, we'd go hop. to five or six places in a night. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's how we'd it walk, is. Like city, 10 right? miles in between, and, and we yeah, right. That and so that that would be our date nights, you yeah. know, and we would enjoy that. And when we moved out here to to rural Colorado, there yeah. really isn't much options like that, yeah. mm -hmm. right? <laughs> and and so we <laughs> have had to learn how to cook. And, and I have a smoker now and learning how to smoke meats and, oh, you know, yeah. learning, this, I learned how to make sisig and, and chicken adobo and, you know, and we've cooked for our, our neighbors, right? Uh -huh. So our neighbors would come and we would gather and we created uh, this huge table, kind of like you see on open table, you know, they have those huge tables yeah. where everyone has a banquet and we all sit around and, and we celebrate together. I, I I'm half Persian. So I've learned to cook Persian food as well. Mm -hmm. And it's really a great feeling. Kind of what you're talking about is this whole process starts. And you from don't get disappointed things. and you don't right. get disappointed. Yeah. And you know, yeah. I would say like, I never really cooked and <laughs> I don't really like a lot of different foods. Oh, but you are a killer baker. But that, but when we started going out, you know, when you get foodie food, they sneak things in there that you don't know that you're eating. <laughs> and so I started to get brave and just be like, I'm not going to look, I'm just going to take a bite and I'm not going to worry if it's got a mushroom or an onion or whatever. And now uh, when we got here, we had to learn how to cook. And I've 
I'm the lavash. I've been working on lavash. Oh, very years. nice. And um, and I like to bake, but I don't like to eat sweets anymore. So we don't bake as much. Uh -huh. but maybe when there's a birthday on the hill or something. But um, it it has changed my my eating of much healthier food because I I literally grew up on you know that type of cheese that has plastic on it. And you unwrap it. Yeah, yeah, the sing craft singles. Craft singles, yeah. Craft singles, yes. And Wonder Bread and Wonder Bread grilled cheese. That was like a staple of my childhood. Mm. All the way to now, you know, if we want to eat well, because even the restaurants here, they don't necessarily have the ingredients. So a yes. lot of times you go out and, and they're like, Oh, we don't have that today, or or the consistency is very off. You might mm -hmm. tap something one day and then the next day, like, oh, that was really bad today. And so we've been eating better because mm -hmm. we're trying to cook. Yes. Even when we mess it up sometimes. Mm -hmm. But even if you mess it up, you're still going to eat it. And you know that the, and sometimes you do know what you did wrong. Yeah. yeah. And when you go to restaurants, people think it's really complicated. It's not complicated. I mean, some pastas, more, almost every pasta you can probably do in 30 minutes or less. And people think, oh, it takes me hours and hours. Or I love when someone reads a recipe and says, short ribs, eight hours. Yeah, but the oven does seven hours of it. Right. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So it ain't, it ain't that bad. And I just think timing. Uh, you don't get disappointed. Uh, Tony and I will always have a drink. The whole families are on the kitchen table. I don't want to feel like I'm the only one cooking. Everybody's watching TV. We're all getting invited. How's your day? They can help me in so many different ways. Tony, taste this. Tony, get me this. Watch me this. Uh, which drink are you making today? So we make an event out of it, For an experience. In all of the senses. Yeah. Yes, it's an experience. I don't want to say it's yeah. dinner. It's an experience. You know, and you go to and Houston, you know, or where we live, we live about 20 minutes outside yeah. of Houston. So we're in the suburbs. It's so pretty not much. That many great restaurants yeah. in the suburbs, too. And this is a chain restaurant, and you don't like that. Mm -hmm. The one thing that we might have different than you is we do have the availability of getting anything to buy at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I can. So if you want Thai, you want Persian, you want Indian, you want Cuban, you want Filipino, we pretty much got it in the pantry. And that does make it a lot easier because there's nothing worse than reading a recipe. You're so excited. And then you realize you don't have half the things. We right. have it. We have it shipped here like pig's ears. We have to yeah, ship yeah. it. Yeah. yeah everyone's got that. No, everybody has it on Amazon or wherever it may be. But Thank it, God it's, for Amazon. Then. It is yeah. very rewarding when you can do a seek and say, this is better than the restaurant. Oh, yeah. yeah. And guess what? Because you're cooking it for four people. It is better than the restaurant because the restaurant's probably cooking it for 100. Yeah. Right. You know right. what I mean? And, and I think for us, it's, or for me, it's rewarding being able to give my family, even if it's a chicken, even if it's an Alfredo, I know what's in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's cheese, cream, and that's, and a touch of butter. That's all that you really need. And, and some you love. Quality. I'm, I'm, yes. Yes. Of course. It's yeah. That, that makes a big difference infusing it with your energy and, and you know, all of the environment that you're in and it, and it touches all those senses mm -hmm. and everything. It's really lovely. Yeah. You know, one of the things that we have couples do when we're working with them is to have them redesign their, their marital bedroom. So a lot of times like this one couple we're working with, they had a designer design their, their bedroom. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and so we asked them, do you have any pictures in the room of yourselves? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's just all blank artwork. Right. And so, 
<laughs> like, you know, you, you have yeah. to create it so that it's a reflection of you and your relationship. And it sounds very much like cooking together does the same thing. You know, you're not only you're nourishing each other, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Feed like literally feeding yeah. each other. And we talk about feeding a relationship is that if you're not feeding it, it's starving. And mm -hmm. I think it's such a big deal too, because, you know, we travel quite a bit and we always take pictures of our food yeah. and then we sit and watch videos of us <laughs> and we go, Oh yeah, that was so good. And, and it just fills up that tank, you know, not just yes. like the yes. bonding, but also like your body feels good yeah. and it was so mm -hmm. tasty and mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. And well, we do the same thing, but then what we try to do is whatever we go, let's try to make that one day. Yeah. Yeah. Let's try to make that. That's what Let's we got to make that. To. And then it just brings, you know, like, you know, we, we're in it together and we're, we're mm -hmm. next to each other. We're, yeah. it's, it's, it's a whole, I, I call it an experience that we can just make a dish that we liked at a restaurant or let's make it at home. Yeah. It's that shared experience. Like, Hey, this is, this is what we're going to yeah. do. You're doing it together. You carve out that time mm -hmm. that you're really going to drop everything else. Nothing is scheduled. And you're investing in that. Yeah. That's like your your mm -hmm. couple time. Mm -hmm. I think it's so important to have that because we look forward to it and it nourishes the soul, really, not just the tummy. Yeah. And many again, layers and, of it. Yes. Yeah. And cooking, I tell people all the time, you never stop learning. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. never, it can be, a, you know, if you like chilies, for example, I mean, there's chili in Mexico, Thailand, Italy. Mm -hmm. Everybody has a different chili. India. Yeah. It's just trying to incorporate that. And you can, I mean, I read a cookbook now and I read it three years ago and I understand different things in it because, yeah. because you just grow with different ingredients, different flavors. And for us, it's not just her and I, it's our children. I don't want them to be, you know, chicken nuggets and macaroni and cheese when they're 15, 16, 17. So thank God they're not right now. But again, it's almost like showing them, you know, cooking for with my son or my daughter independence that, you know, cooking is a skill you're going to need forever. Holding a knife, it's going to be something that you're going to be doing for the rest of your life. Tasting, flavors developing, knowing different cuisines or cultures. It's almost a love thing. But it's almost like a learning and showing, showing them Hopefully that when they get married one day, they experience the it's same a, thing. It's a sexy quality to you know have. I mean? You know, it's very, uh, well, for me at least, it was very attractive to see that in, you know, in a partner. It was important, especially me, a foodie. I'd love to, and I thought I was a foodie then until I met him. He really exposed <laughs> me to more food. But I thought it was such an attractive quality to have. And I remember once, and I asked you to make this, um, we were dating then, there was this lavender cake that I saw in a magazine. I said, hey, do you think you can make this? And he made it exactly at this magazine. And I said, oh my goodness. In my mind, I thought, I think I could marry this guy. I remember <laughs> thinking that just to myself and I never told him. And just so you know, I hate lavender. <laughs> oh, it's like, he, it tastes like soap. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you know, it's, that's what, what, that's what she it? wants. Yeah. That's what she wants. But again, it's 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 something that I can do easy and I have pleasure doing it. And if it makes her happy, why wouldn't I want to do something like that? All right, Dr. A, another thing that he had that he will never have anymore because we're married is balut. Balut. We both had it. I've had it twice, both times before marriage. <laughs> yeah, and he said his first and his last. Yes. <laughs>
<laughs> did you enjoy it? it? Did you well, enjoy it, Gene? So we got it at yeah. like the more solid stage than okay. it just takes like yeah. chicken and eggs. It it, it yeah, sort of. <laughs> but actually we got, have you light. had a Carl from Iceland? Ha Carl. It's fermented shark in Iceland. Oh, I've oh, never no, had no, that. No, no. That's bad. How how does that taste like? Like ammonia. <laughs> oh my. Oh, it's fermented. It doesn't really taste like anything, but you feel like your head is in a pile of ammonia. Really? And that's a delicacy there. It's interesting. Maybe they you know that experience, I guess, huh? Yeah. That's what it is. So, you know, one thing that human beings do, and nobody teaches us how to do this, is we create. A two-year-old creates, you know, and yeah. and I think when you're creating, you can't be depressed. You can't mm. be worried about something else. You're so present. Yes. It's almost a meditation. Well, it is a form mm -hmm. of meditation. Mm -hmm. and, and how could you not be happy? If you're creating, right? Yes. And there's that. Mm -hmm. And the only big issue we have is we live at 6,100 feet altitude. So all your cooking is different ratios, the heat, the temperature. That's been yes. tricky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially for baking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It took yeah, me a long for... time. Like the lavash. If I'm, if I'm doing any type of dough that, that is yeast, it's like half the amount of time. So I was, it, it was a, while before I figured it out, but the last time I made it was really good. Yeah, <laughs> you got it. You nailed it. You got it. it. You got it. Ten times, but yeah. Otherwise, it come out like a cracker or something. You're like, what is going on? It's nothing like the YouTube video. Well, you know, one of our uh, the exercises we have couples do is create a dinner together. Mm. Oh, really? Okay. And you, we have them shop together yes. we have them decide on the menu and what you know one no is a no so it has to be something that both of them want to create together and want together and then they cook together they set the dinner table yeah. they get dressed up yeah. they have music playing and then we give them a whole list of questions and topics to talk about over dinner actually we yeah exactly we, we even have these conversation cards Oh, yeah, there yeah, we go. Yeah, it's fun because we used to do it as a family. Even when my parents are here, it's just fun. And, you know, we, we do it throughout when we're cooking. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, what do you think I answer this? Yeah. Rate this, you know, things like that. It's just fun. And with a drink in hand, you yeah. <laughs> never yes. know what answers you're going to get. But you also said something very, very important. Cook what you want to eat. Cook mm -hmm. what you want to like. I'm not going to cook spicy food if she doesn't like spicy food. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. I'm only thinking about myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> But again, it, it is very important that you just you you're involved in the whole process. Yeah. You know, from yeah. beginning to end. And that's mm -hmm. what I like about cooking when I do all these classes is that it's a raw piece of chicken and an hour later it's chicken parm, whatever it may be. And it's it's really special when you can when you can do that. Especially with someone too. Yes. And know, it just makes it, it is, it is very joyful to share it. Oh, it's yeah. it's just it's and you yeah. and she doesn't like tasting, but if I give her a spoon for the tomato sauce. She'll taste it. She'll do that because she likes to have the finished dish. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like, I like, I don't want to stuff myself with tasting. I'm going to get full. I like tasting it in stages, you know, and saying, okay, do you see the flavors developing? But, and also, one thing I've always said if someone doesn't like something, it's because they've never had it done right. Absolutely. Mm. You know, like we, beets. I don't like canned beets. Well, I can understand why you don't like canned beets. I don't like them either. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or for example, then you roast them slowly with some olive oil and salt and pepper and you do a salad with goat cheese. It just, you know, it just tastes different. 
And I'm a firm believer when someone that you love, you're cooking for someone that you love or someone's cooking for you that you love, it just tastes better. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I'm getting hungry. <laughs> I mean, I'm, thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking, I don't think, so for me, I've not tasted a lot of things. So I mm-hmm. just, you know, and the other day our neighbors, yeah, I like that. But my oh, neighbor oh. made a stuffed pepper. Is that what it is? It was stuffed jalapeno pepper. Yeah. And and I've never even had one, but I've always rejected them. And he was like, just try it. I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. I'm going to. And I ate the whole thing and I did not not hate it. <laughs> Would you have it again? <laughs> I, I might. And, and the hard thing for me is texture. Vegetable texture. So the veg- yeah, that's the. Yeah. Like if I, I, when I start, started cooking, I just pureed onions. Like I would puree everything. So I didn't feel them, but now I'm getting better where I can yeah. have the, at least the little chunks sometimes. So you, the so, you, so, you over, so you overcook a little bit, the vegetables. Probably. Oh, I, I mean, my mom made frozen vegetables in microwaves as a kid. <laughs> when, that was my childhood. So yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I've never had it cooked well. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> she had nine kids. She she's overcoming wow. her vegetable phobia. Yeah, yeah. I'm working on it, but it really helps if it's done right. You're absolutely right about that. Exactly, and if you trust the person doing it, and and, it, and it's a learning process. You know, what I mean, a child to like something, they need to eat. I think ten or twelve times. Maybe it's the same thing for adults. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Maybe more. Even maybe more for adults because you know. But again, it's 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 just it's just a nice place to be in your own home. Uh, you know, there's, we go to a restaurant sometimes we spent a hundred dollars and we added there in 30 minutes. What was it? What was that? Right. And it yeah. was just okay. And the service is not that great. So when we're home, the service is always great. The people are always, are even better. And, and Dr. Ray, the same thing we did on Saturday, she had her Pandora. She had her, or, or what do you call that? Spotify. Spotify. Sorry. <laughs> that was actually like a debate because he wanted the sports on and it is so loud. I'm like, this is a date. This is not a sports bar. This is a French beast. <laughs> so I, I wanted sports on mute or music. So we compromised. It was music. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's fine. But again, you know, we, we look for, we, there was a drink that I wanted to make. Or it was French. So we did, looking, we did the French theme. Fresh French oh. theme. We did, we did mussels in a, in a white wine mussels. sauce Ooh. with some, uh, you know, roasted potatoes and all that stuff. And I said, okay, let me look for a French drink. You didn't I'm do beef bourguignon? Oh, yes. Actually. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And uh, we did a, we did a, what do you call it? A workshop about five or six months ago. That was one of the dishes, actually. Oh, And nice. uh, it, it's, well, you know, who doesn't like braised beef? Yeah. For about you know four, I like the vegetables more than anything. Also, sometimes, <laughs> you know, when you cook them in a in a, in a stew, the carrots yeah. or the potatoes are just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But again, we just do the we do all those things and a French drink, and I did the research for it. We have the things because we have a decent sized bar, and we create a drink that we've never made before. And we say I mean, that needs to be part of the collection. Yes. I just love when the collection, the recipe book gets a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. Gets It's just because you can always go back to that and say, that's, that's what I want to have again. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. We, we have the same kind of philosophy. I mean, we have, we built ourselves our, our own 
you know, bar as oh, well. This is like our saloon. Very cool. And it doubles as our recording studio and everything. So it's it's, uh, it's pretty it's bright a right nice now. Vibe. Kind of hard to see. Very, very nice yeah. vibe. I made the stained glass behind oh, us. And it's like nice. 44 inches tall by the middle piece is 33 inches wide and the side ones are 16. It's a really big window. Mm. And you wow. can't see over here, but we have a whole yeah, we have more different types of liquor in our house than any restaurant around here for sure. <laughs> I love that. I love that. We're we're gonna share some favorite drinks with you guys. Yes, awesome. I mean oh, it's it, it, it just there's actually you remind me there's a very big YouTube channel called SLB Bar. They're from Indiana. Okay. And it's a father and his son, Trent and, and his dad. His son's called Trent. And they just do drinks at their bar and it kind of looks like that. And they seem to have a blast. Yeah. And uh, SLB, I guess their mother was a very tough lady called SLB. It stands for strong like bull. <laughs> that was his mom. That's what everybody, everybody called his mom. And it's just a great, and these father and son looks like your bar right now with a nice size bar and they just have a good time. That's well, awesome. we started the podcast like that. And we, we had, when we lived in Illinois, we had an English pub in the basement oh. and people would come over and we'd interview them and they'd stay all night. And, and that, oh, that and then so COVID happened. So yes. we had to switch to zoom like everybody else, but yeah. um, that's the most fun when people yes, actually come, come over and yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, and since we've been here, we've had a couple couples mm -hmm. that we have interviewed in person here at mm -hmm. our saloon. So it's, we're just keeping up the tradition. Then. <laughs> I love it. The couple synergy saloon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very yeah, nice. Th this is such a big part of our lives that unfortunately we're losing and we're losing it to fast food and mm -hmm. frozen stuff. And, and we're missing the, the soul or the heart of it. Yeah. We even mm -hmm. listen to only um, records because, oh, wow. Very nice. because that is analog, which gives you, you can hear the soul in mm -hmm. the music. And then when it switches over to the digital, it, it something's missing. It loses it. It loses it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we pay I mean, a lot of attention to things like that too. And, and it's just amazing how it, it just brings you so much joy rather than even if it's just grilled cheese, right? If you set the table and oh yeah, and we we eat ours with jelly, which uh -huh. is a Swedish thing. Oh, <laughs> but you can do some fancy grilled cheese now. Well, that's actually uh, it's funny that you mentioned that. That is actually my favorite food. Believe oh, it or not, good. uh huh. And grilled we learned, cheese. you know, you have to get the cheese and you have to grate it yourself. You can't just. Get oh, yes. the stuff out there. You understand it. You understand. You never buy grated cheese. You get right. it. Right. And you grate it yourself, and it just makes a world of difference the way it melts. Mm -hmm. I'll give you a, a, a. Some people find it disgusting, but it's not the trick for me. It's it's not butter. It's mayonnaise. I've been hearing that. I think last and Thanksgiving people were talking about mayonnaise. On you trip. rub the bread with the mayonnaise. The trick is the reason is your hands don't get greasy when you eat it, uh -huh. but. The, it's golden brown and it gives it flavor and it gives it's beautiful. But yeah, I love a good grilled cheese sandwich. Oh, oh you have to try it. Yeah. Yes, we, we have that in a recipe. But um, it's just, you just sign in for it. Yeah, we, we had that. Oh, if you want cool. it, we'll give it to you. Yes, but it's just it's just something that's simple. But as you said, a grilled cheese with with loved ones is the best thing. Or like someone uh, someone wrote once, uh, they had a nice bottle of wine in a paper cup, and that and they asked them. 
the wine is amazing because of the company, not because of the wine that I'm drinking. Mm. Yeah. And it's true. I mean, it, you don't need to have a fancy glass. Depend, you know, it all depends who you're eating, who you're sharing it with. It would be nice in a fancy glass. It would what be is, nice. What is one of your guys', guys you know? favorite meals besides grilled cheese? Besides grilled cheese, I love steak tartare. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ooh, la, la. My Actually, I'm making it this Saturday. Yeah. Uh, that's what she wanted. Uh, we, we were talking about it last week. What, what do you want for next week? And she said steak tartare. Mm-hmm. I have to be very, very nice because football season's starting. So <laughs> I need to make sure that uh, – you know, I do that. Every, Another compromise. Everything she wants, I, I give it to her. <laughs> I picked for, up a uh, brisket that's locally sourced. Oh, yes. I mean, it's, it's. I'm sure you had me. I don't know if you had any when you went to uh, Texas A&M, you know what I mean? Uh, college oh, station. yeah. So it is. It is. And it, it's it's funny. Brisket is not cheap anymore when you go eat in restaurants. Yeah. It's about, right. in Texas, about $27, $26 a pound. But you can get $27 a pound. That's fantastic. And $27 a pound, that's horrible. You need yeah. to make sure where you go. Because it's not cheaper if it's horrible. <laughs> right. Uh, what I like, and the only thing about Tony's eating that I don't like, is that she doesn't like spicy. Mm. She eats anything. very low. She eats anything. Is it spicy? And I didn't put anything spicy into it. My kids <laughs> laugh at that. No, it's not spicy. I would say I get into moods. You know what I mean? I would say lately it's Mexican food I'm, I'm into. Mm-hmm. Being in Houston like slow braised pork for carnitas or slow braised mm. birria. Birria tacos are very popular now. So that's what I like because again, the oven does all the work. And I just think that when you braise something, the flavors are just, you know, multiplied in just intense flavor. So that's what I've been really liking lately. And I do like how easy it is to make a great salsa. You roast yeah. them in the oven, you blend it, and there you go. Perfect. As you said, puree it, puree it. You roast tomatoes, jalapenos, onions, garlic, puree with some cilantro, and you get a tortilla chip, and it's heaven. Homemade. We had some, homemade. We had some, homemade. some house guests, and they're both Mexican. And she actually shipped us the good flour oh. and the press for the tortilla yeah. and yeah. tablecloth. And, and then they were late, so we had to do all the cooking, but she, <laughs> she coached us through it, and it was probably my favorite meal we've had out yeah, here. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. It's, it's 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 full of flavor and I think it's it's you know and I think we people try to do like American style Chinese, American style Mexican and it's it's really not correct, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 China it's not we've been to Hong Kong a couple of times it's nothing like that. It's clean, it's fresh, it's full of flavor. It's not fried. There's probably, you know, they eat so much vegetables and not enough, you know, a lot less protein. And Mexican food, I consider Mexican and Chinese to be very similar. Big countries, and they have different regions, which means the food is different in those regions. Right. So someone will tell me, oh, this is, oh, you know, this is from Guerrero. This is from Oaxaca. This is from Puebla. And I just like learning that side of it. And the grocery stores in, in Texas, obviously, right. have pretty cool Mexican products. Up here in Colorado, um, hatch chili peppers are really big mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, I made a green chili yeah, that with was really uh, good. pork shoulder. Oh, very nice. Wow. There you go. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Nice. It's, it's funny. I don't know if it's, I mean, I don't know why it's funny that you mentioned that our major grocery store here about a month and a half ago was hatch chili. Mm. And what I mean by that, the cornbread, the, 
the cheese they were making as hatch. I mean, they might have had hatch ice cream. They had hatch in so <laughs> many different ways. I grabbed some, I roasted them, and I made a pimento cheese because I oh, love pimento yeah. cheese with okay. hatch chilies, like a pimento cheese sandwich. It's like a wow. cold grilled cheese. It's just out of this world. <laughs> and it's just, but I mean, roasted hatch chilies. You know, you mix it in with the cheddar, a touch of mayonnaise. Of course, you grind the cheddar yourself. And it was just, you know, it was something so simple. But man, it just had so much flavor. That is fantastic. Yeah. That's fantastic. Do you put beans in your chili? I do. Yeah. Okay. Because in Texas, they don't like they don't put beans. I like beans in my chili. Yeah. Yeah. The red uh, kidney beans. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The kidney beans. Yeah. The other thing that he made is gormasabzi. Hmm. So which it's, is Persian oh, stew. Mm -hmm. And his mom has made it. And then I never even tasted it. When she made it, I was like, uh -uh. and then, um, and I thought it was like spinach. The Filipino mom making Persian food. So that should tell you. Yeah. yeah. And she doesn't follow recipes. She throws in whatever. My eyeball, she eyeballs everything. Well, yeah. I was making seasick and, and, and I needed the peppers. And she's like, well, I don't have any. I'm going to hear some sriracha. And I'm like, no, that's, that's not the same at all. It's not the same. It is the pepper, but it's not the same. Right. And yeah. so so then you made it. And it actually has cilantro and parsley and all these other herbs and, that were never in there. Well, the most important herb is fenugreek. Yeah. Which is really oh. hard to get. Mm. Yes. I'm growing it's a, it's it now. It's very big in Indian cuisine. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually had to use fenugreek, dried fenugreek seeds mm -hmm. and then correct for there's like a little bit of a bitterness in the seeds versus the leaves. Yeah. So it, it's just. And it was fabulous. Yeah, and I wouldn't good. even have tried it before. <laughs> oh, wow. And I really liked it. So, <laughs> so chef, are, are you still doing classes now or, you know, where can, uh, where can someone get a taste of all these recipes? Well, if they want, uh, there are several ways to do it. You know, if they want to jump into the free date night series that we just created, they can go to chefrafaelgonzalezcom slash date night, where they can learn how to recreate a three course French menu. So whether you just want to have one course from that or have all three, the choice mm -hmm. is yours. Um, and that's where they can find more of your recipes and find you. Yeah. That's that's awesome. And then I'm are there? It. Yeah, definitely. We're going to do it. I mean, <laughs> is there are there more classes and everything that people can sign up for or other recipe books that people can sign up for there? Um, well, we're actually in the middle of we're almost going to relaunch the thir oh, not 30 minute. That's a new one. But in the fall, we are launching uh, Wow Worthy Food Academy. This is the second time we're launching it. It's a six week program where, you know, home chefs can learn how to create restaurant style, wow, worthy meals from their own kitchen. So, and our whole thing is about traveling the world. So mm -hmm. you're, they're going to get something from Mexico, from South America, from Paris. Of course, we want to have that sexy Paris feel it, to it. Italy, there's a town. Italy, yes. So it's like a travel the world through your taste buds. Um, which we're very big on. And we spent some time also in Japan and China. Mm -hmm. And so, actually in Thailand. Yeah. So oh, around, wow, the world, around the world. Um, yes. So that's something that uh, is coming up in the fall for mm -hmm. a second time. We're going to launch that again. 
We that used to awesome. joke about a restaurant theme called Terminal Five. So at O'Hare, Terminal in Five is the international. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And um, and then we'd have, you know, you'd pay extra to have a middle seat guy come and sit in between you. <laughs> <laughs> and you would take a flight, right? Like a flight mm-hmm. of drinks, but a mm-hmm. flight of you know, like maybe a flight of tequila, and then yeah. you know, you would have Mexican themed uh-huh. food and, and things I like love that. that. Yeah, yeah. We, we'll never do it, but <laughs> but that it reminds me what you guys are doing, which is awesome. Yeah. And we uh-huh. love different cuisines. Oh, that's great. And just yeah. experiencing something different and, and showing them that it's you know, again, it's not that complicated. And maybe an hour or an hour or an hour and a half with someone that, that you love, it's there's there's a lot worse, a lot worse things you, you can be doing. Yeah, that's absolutely yep, you're true. Active I mean. and you're putting a lot of good energy into stuff. Yeah. yeah. And we cook for a couple of days also. <laughs> so last question. What is it that your partner does that you know they love you? Oh my, for me that's easy. It's cook. <laughs> he cooks. That's 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 his love language. You know, he he and it's always been. Yeah. Uh what do I know? I mean, for me it's pretty much she never says no when it comes to something like this. It's always like, you know, I'm, I mean, she's always, she has a long day on Friday. It's, uh, we're leaving at 7.30 because the grocery store opens at 8. The gourmet, let's do it. I know that I can always count on her for every little thing like this because I'm assuming is that she knows because I love to do it, but I think it's also she's getting something out of it also, you know, and uh Sadly, she she's never made me seasick. She's never made me any <laughs> Filipino dish ever. Hey, I made adobo. Adobo, yes. I made it once, and, and then I don't know. I don't, make it, so I don't know. Like, and I don't know how she did it. I don't. It was weird. It wasn't any adobo I'm, I'm used to. But again, it's it's just someone that it's almost like you know we're perfect and come you know combo because she loves to eat and I love to cook, but she understands the process that that it takes to do. I always tell people we got married because we worked together. But I think that's a good thing because she knew what I did. She knows the schedule. She knows the lifestyle. She knows the hours. And not everybody can deal with that. And she could deal with that. And now that I'm older and that we have a family and I have a you know more secure job that I can just, you know, not have to work these long hours, I get to cook for the person I love. That's and she beautiful. eats everything. And she eats everything I do. Except not spicy. Yeah. Except not spicy. Except not you know, my kids even say, I made sushi last night for my son's lunch. And and she said, and she says to me, is it a little spicy? So my son was joking. Really? Mom, dad, I'm just joking. <laughs> you know? Because everything that's, you know, it's like. It was a little spicy. It's, though. it's a little spicy. But if you eat it with some rice and some of the eel sauce, it balances itself out. But again, it's, it's just great being with someone. Like I always tell her. I'd rather sm- uh, marry a smoker than a vegan or a vegetarian. That's just me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and <laughs> after 17 years, way, I can way tell more you, fun. It has, <laughs> way it more work. fun. It would not work. It's just great that I love to do something and she loves to be part of it. Yeah. That's because awesome. Because my love language is, is quality time. Mm-hmm. Yes. So for him, it's acts of service. Mine is quality time. Mm-hmm. And of course, gifts too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> But again, and that's, and that's, it's, it's always something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. And so mm-hmm. you're, if you're cooking together, you guys are getting both your needs met. Mm-hmm. Yes. Fantastic. A hundred percent. 
and we're and and we're learning every day or she's learning the kids are learning new flavors new ways of doing stuff and that really makes and me they happy see that they see that you know and yeah. i think it gives them security to see mom and dad are doing something that they love together kind of thing that's awesome you know mm -hmm. people have been sharing stories since the beginning of time to bond and heal and grow and we hope that by you guys sharing your story it's enriched your lives and the lives of our listeners thank you Jeff and Tony, yes. thank you so much for being on our podcast today. And we want to thank all of our listeners, too, who have uh, been listening to this awesome show and probably are really hungry right now. We want to thank you for joining us on Couple Synergy. Our passion is in helping couples and people have happy and healthy relationships. And this podcast gives us a fun way of bringing our knowledge and expertise to you, our listeners. For all of you listening, please let us know how you enjoyed the show. If you have any questions, comments, or topic suggestions, please email us at contact at couplesynergy.com. For more information about Couple Synergy and our programs such as Relationship 101, the home study course, the Couples Relationship Enhancement Weekend, and our premier coaching program called Couple to Couple, look us up online at couplesynergy.com. And if you know someone who could benefit from this episode, please download it and share it. And thank you for listening. Until next time, synergize your life and synergize your love. You have been listening to Couple Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. Couple Synergy was recorded, edited, and produced by Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. Voiceover and music entitled Breathe and Let Go was recorded and composed by Gina Gonzalez. Mm -hmm.